You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode of the podcast, we have with us some guests. Ojugo, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thanks for having us. My name is Ojugo Uche. I'm co-founder and CEO of Genti Media. And I'm joined here by my co-founder. Hi, I'm AK. I'm co-founder of Genti Media. Awesome. So, before we do a deep dive into what Genti does, we will, in normal fashion, like to discuss some industry happenings that have occurred in the... Should we talk about AK? What drives first? The other AK. Perhaps you can start there. So, Rise CEO has, or should I say former CEO now, um, yeah, left the organization or has taken a back seat in the organization. Um, and obviously there's some controversy around the reasons why he left the organization, um, ranging from inappropriate behavior with employees and there's some speculation around um, funds moving. Notice how Furo's voice is low. Yes. I don't like. There's speculation about funds. Yeah, I didn't yes. hear that part. Ah. But it was like silence, but it's there. Hmm. Hmm. That's an accusation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Personally, because Ike is my guy, I'm compromised. <laughs> but... Also, personally, I don't believe in workplace relationships. Yes. And I've been like this from the beginning. I, I can believe, vouch for that. I believe if you want to enter into a relationship, one person must leave the company. I think having relations with employees is sackable. Yeah. Unless... No, 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 no. no. Unless... No hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No, a man must hold have principles. On, hold no. on. Unless it's like an enterprise. There's no enterprise. Where you have, hold on now, you have like 8,000 employees. Yeah. And one Unless person is in finance and the other person is on technology. the streets in technology. The, the finance person will be approving payroll. Be yeah, but that person, because of the only like way, corporate governance the only way, and controls, the only they will can, never interact. The only way you can justify it is if it's like hold co. And one person yeah. is working in another company, in another building. Maybe in another state while you are working. <laughs> or different country. countries, yeah. Yeah, or different countries. Then you can no, because there are, there are people that work for the same employer and have never met themselves. Yeah. In some companies that are large enough, they've worked, they've each worked six years. They've never met themselves. It's different when it's a startup with 25 employees or 50 employees. Everybody knows everybody. Stop and having relationships with your employees. And my own, where may I even now draw the line is where you are a senior person. Exactly. Yeah. Period. There is no, yeah. there is no... But you, know, you know the thing is that a lot of founders don't understand this. Because I, I, I talked to a lot of young founders and there was one, one guy in particular. I had to sit it down and explain to him all the ways it could really screw his business. Yeah. Engaging in relationships with and he was like, ah no, but it was timing this baby like guy. No. Focus are, your focus There on are your so money. many babes in Lagos. Yes. There are so many babes. <laughs> focus on your money. Are you telling me you could not find a babe that's not in your employee? The heart wants what the heart no, wants. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I think that there should be a clear 
distinction mm-hmm. especially as a founder if you're an employee i can even close one eye and say okay maybe the heart was what the heart was but i feel like as a founder follow the bag follow the money focus even even employees it's, it's, i frown, I frown upon yeah, personally employees like, understand like analyst analyst which by the way there's one that i know graduate trainee to graduate trainee same batch i'm happy he's my guy no still <laughs> we had one in our batch and it scattered yeah, exactly yeah, exactly when it scattered how did it go no it just scattered oh it divided friendships in the exactly now people do not work <laughs> <laughs> i know two people they they just got married last week so success story see the thing is that it has to be a success story for it to work because at most relationships Dark. relationships are more likely to scatter than work yeah yeah but no sir if you as an employer enforce that sort of thing you are essentially anti-people so so the thing is like as long as so i know like like if you say analyst or analyst no so the thing is like so like when we're at stambic if you report to hr you're fine you have to guard the relationship hr just make sure that none of you can influence the other person correct appraisal workflows yeah exactly that's why that's how they end up sending one person to ccc Wow. And one person said of treasury. And one person said of treasury. Wow. 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 Is it every relationship you go to HR for? No. Like, 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 like relationship uh, between uh, employees. Uh, yeah. Fling. No, that's not, but that's fling. what I'm saying though, right? Fling like, that. Fling, fling will always end up bad. Will you go to HR for a fling? See, if people are going to be inappropriate in the workplace, they're going to be inappropriate in the workplace. Right? Agreed. You just kind of have to... And you have to punish it. Punish it when you find it. And if you get away with it and Fair the organization enough. doesn't find out, imagine people being. I think if you have really strong on company property, I think if you that one will happen irrespective. It's disgusting, Pro- but was it you? Yeah. When we went for when we went to Lakapan Tropicana for retreats, is him. The things I saw, him. I was like, people, you don't know that you see them. But to be fair, Lakapan Tropicana is not company property. <laughs> <laughs> it's not company property. But you have spouses at home. And okay. you are misbehaving. I remember that's when that stupid Ooh. song One Corner was trending. Yes. And they were, in the, they were doing yes. One Corner. They were doing One Corner. <laughs> <laughs> employer, employees are big colleagues. <laughs> See, but I feel like if you have like really strong people and culture policies, especially around protecting I don't even people, en- I don't even encourage people you saving can, you can phone numbers it. of their co-workers. No, you are just rude. Losan is actually badly You are just badly yeah, I need you guys to be aware. Yeah. I don't even believe in saving your co-workers phone so numbers. how do you reach them? They Slack. Slack. <laughs> who are you? When I say who is this, when you call me, it's just a reminder that we are not guys. <laughs> you know, interestingly, I used to tell my former team that we're, this is not a family. Please. It is not. We're a very efficient team. Well, we are not a family. Yeah. Look, I actively encourage my direct reports from not seeking relationships in the workplace. In fact, when I see boy, it's like covenants. When I see boy and girl sitting, I'll just come and separate them. <laughs> no comments. If QA is girl and engineer is boy, I have to switch QA. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no hand holding, nothing. Look, what? Jokes no, aside. No, jokes wait, aside. What if boy is QA and babe is finance? Okay, in that one, they are not in the same building. But even though, even, even though, though, even though, because when QA needs to testifies, 
Finance is one that will pay. And you think finance will just approve what skill you sent it? Where is your corporate governance? You never know. What if the finance person decides to hide it? And they will just debit look, their accounts. Look, when people are in love, they just they do stupid things. Anyway, jokes aside, flings always end up bad. Yeah. And relationships are most like more likely to scatter than they are to work. And then I also feel like even the kicking with employees as a Yeah. I think it's difficult, especially if you have like really good culture. But it's easy to get distracted and carried away. But to a very large extent, I believe, and this may not be a popular position, but I strongly believe that there should be some separation between managers and their direct reports. You can't be guys like that. You can't be guys, or you can't be guys like that. Yeah, like you can be friendly and you can, what's it called, boost it. I had had a line manager once that would tell you, I can come for your child's dedication on Sunday and fire you on Monday. No, but that one would be like, she did great. (laughs) But (laughs) but I know the person you are talking about, but... But I, I, I'm aligned with that, to be fair. Yeah. I, I think... shouldn't even be going for the child dedication in the first place. Like, for me, I think that in, like, in the work culture in Nigeria, sometimes people... We don't respect boundaries. For, my, ...for your wedding. Nigerians like, are sentimental. Yeah, you're no, my no, no, wait, but it's, a, it's also a cultural thing. And we have to look at these things in the context of the country that we live in. If yeah. I'm your manager and you don't tell me you are getting married, I will have a problem with you. I'm not saying invite me. But... No... I'm not saying invite me. If I can't tell you without inviting you, the day you see ring on my hand, the day you know I'm married. Well, fair enough, because we had this conversation in the office, and was somebody on my team then was saying that she doesn't see the problem with like not even telling anybody, like just showing up. But my own question is, how? What would you say you are going on leave to do? When you are requesting your leave, I don't understand. You don't have to explain why you're going on leave. You just personal issues. Personal leave. Twenty, and then you come back. Yes, and you come back with the ring. Me, the you only reason why I invited people was because uh, you couldn't touch it. Yes, because they had already heard. Okay. Then voila. the people I didn't invite were now harassing me. I thought we were guys. I thought yeah. I was one of your no, people. But look at look at this situation, this rightsway situation. It did not have to end like this. Yeah. I mean, I know that guy is very loves the company and he's very attached to it. It did not have to end like this. Because there's also there's also what's it called talks of oh he was a toxic boss blah blah blah. If it was just toxic, there are plenty of toxic bosses in Lagos, but that True. there was a relationship involved. Mm-hmm. Now brought need now people now needed to question if there was a favoritism. Favoritism. If there was ba- imbalance of power. Did he foster into it? It just brings a whole new dynamic that's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this thing when you enter off your eye. Yeah, seriously. Even yeah. a happy hour. <laughs> but my own question is, and, and on this matter of toxic bosses, because I was literally talking to a friend yesterday night who wants to leave where she works because the employer is moving mad. It's a startup, clearly. You know, they're asking for some information and they're being weird about the whole thing. Like, the communication is even... Like, there's no communication happening and everything appears to be like strong hand, strong arming people into doing stuff. The question is, why is it, like, why is it so, I don't want to use the word rampant, but why is it so hard to find startups that people can point to and say, oh, this is just a well-balanced founder? How many founders were in proper employment before they were founding? Well, fair enough. 
I see where you are going with this. How many founders knew what an HR department does before they were founders? Yeah. I mean, most of the founders are young. And some of the founders have not even been in employment before. The startup is their employment. So these guys don't even know what so, so structure is like. Yeah, so I think that then the, we're in a weird position because you're then hopeful that they realize that they, they have blind spots and then they get people that will help them like with their blind spots or they are willing to like go into like that, that i think that's where the use of all these like incubator programs and all of that come it just basically yeah. helps you see that the business well is beyond you yeah the business is yeah. beyond you as an individual and your vision because I'm, I'm tired of visionary founders but yeah because it, it's a fair point because one of the things that i know that even the corporate banking guys in my um for my employer what they used to run was they used to help all these one-man businesses like they used to help them turn their business into well-structured well-run companies because one-man businesses are much like startups too yeah it's based on the whim of one guy and how he's feeling that morning so they used to help them like transform their businesses but honestly i feel like many people need to need to introspect. I can only imagine how tough it is running this out of band. I'm sure we'll hear from you guys. But at the same time too, you can't just go around just threatening people with sack. Yeah. Again, if you have if you have not been in employment, in fact if you have not even and not just employment, you've actually managed people. Yeah. Because there are people that come from entry level. Yeah, and go and do startup. Yeah, those guys. All those companies are always. There's always one story. Maybe the founder is doing Instagram prom- uh, promoted post or something. It's always it's, they're always badly behaved. We well, understand Instagram promoted post. You have not seen founders doing promoted post. Happy birthday. Oh, for their own, own for their own oh, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Happy birthday to our CEO. Our CEO. If you just log into Instagram, you just see your you see your guy topless. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think even like non-startups as well. So I think it's also even if someone has managed, in what team have they managed? Because people can also be bringing the culture they've learned. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, and I don't have the statistics of because I've also been in, or I've also seen like places uh which are not startups also have like yeah p- problematic yeah. bosses or yeah i think yeah, yeah self awareness yeah everybody should go and sign up for self awareness courses because sometimes people don't even realize that they are toxic bosses like i know somebody who's whose manager thinks the manager thinks that she's a great manager like she's in love with herself <laughs> meanwhile all the direct reports are like like anytime she says it to the office, they're always like, but it's a sort of organization <laughs> where people don't have, people can't talk. So yeah. everybody's just tolerating her and the gap between her, because banking can be very hierarchical, especially if you're like in a Nigerian bank. What am I saying can be? It is very hierarchical, <laughs> you know. And this woman is just in love with herself. Everybody's like, so that's self-awareness to know when you are a problem. But I think, I it, like, I, sorry, I, I think it can go beyond self. Like, I'm just wondering, because there are processes you can put in place yeah. to mitigate some of these things, like um, 360 feedback. 
where direct reports are giving feedback yeah, no, their managers. The feedback no but around. if you have investors if you have a board like are these things that they should also be advising on and pushing you to do i mean that that's true they should, but you also have to ask, like, what is the level of commitment of these board members and these yeah. investors? Because some people, they write a check and move on. All they want to hear is when you're raising the next round so they can clean out. Not even profit. They're, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to transfer their risk to the next one. Please. Yeah, so it's a, it's a tricky thing. Um, it's a very tricky thing. And you find that some founders pick their board you notice that if a founder is serious, you find that their board is serious. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Fair if they want to do the work, they've got to pick people that put them on their toes to do the work. They just, they're just here for vibes. Then their board too will be vibes. And speaking of board, I think that's a good segue to, to the next um, topic. Which, which Still topic? in the region of um, badly behaved founders. Pepeka. Stop, man. He was pecking the money. Okay. I don't mean to dance on the grave of, of this man, but... He's not God. dead in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> God. That story was actually wild to read. Like, it was pretty wild. I don't understand how people give that guy money. Like, you know he has um, this thing domain expertise. This forgetful domain expertise. Is domain like, expertise is the level sense. is the level of pivoting he has done. There's no focus. He just tries to do so many things at once. The guy cannot even sell you his business. He's writing thread after thread trying to convince himself. So the people that give them money, anything they see, I think they should just take it like that. You know what is interesting is that you had. You had an, you said something about the guy. I'm not even sure if you recall, but it was a couple of years ago, or maybe it was last year, where you talked about people that were were shitting on Kuda a couple I, of years ago. Excuse me, sir. Do you think I forget my ops? It was one of them. <laughs> That's why I'm here laughing. <laughs> I have a very long, long memory. I do not forget my ops. And when I read that article, I was like, hmm, this guy was also shitting on Kuda. I will oh, never man. forget my ops. I took that story to the office and I shared it with the devs because I have there's one dev in my former team that the guy is a health nut. Like he does multivitamins, he drinks green tea. And I was telling him that see, people are shipping entire products in three weeks, but they have high blood pressure after. Because <laughs> again, that was what he had, like yeah. his, his team member, like his team doing. Yeah. It was crazy. The but guy- again, how do we how do you mitigate against You can't. You don't give him money. Oh. That's how you mitigate it. You don't give him money. Because the people that give him money, do you know here where some of them are like, ah, I we, knew, have. we knew yes. he had a worry, but we just said, let's just try. He has domain expertise. If there's a red flag, it's a red flag for a reason. And then, But the thing is that, again, I guess this is it. This is where the responsibility of irres- or irresponsibility of the board comes in or the funders come in, right? If you knew he had weary, couldn't you have given him conditions that were giving you this money, but you must put in place a HR person, the person must report. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm. do you, you have know, that sort of authority? Do you know the thing about corporate governance is that sometimes we look at banks as being like big and slow, but when it's for at, a reason, it's for a reason. So yeah. the in Nigerian banks, the chief compliance officer reports to the board. I think the chief risk officer to report to the board 
that design is that way because they need that person to not be accountable to just CEO. Should in case the CEO increase. <laughs> but even Nigerian banks, uh, you've noticed that they've stopped being badly behaved once CBO um, CBN in, um, enforced tenors for CEOs. Yes. So now the owners could not be CEOs forever. Correct. So all the bad behavior of the past that they used to do that time, yeah. where they'll be renting branches to themselves. Yeah. They'll rent. <laughs> they'll buy they'll, they'll buy the, they'll buy the property and rent. put a branch there and be paying rent at exorbitant rates to, to themselves. Oh, and they'll, and they'll, and they'll collect the loan from the bank. From the bank. To to owner loan yeah. to buy the property and rent it back to the bank. Wow. Yeah. You see, a lot of that doesn't happen anymore. Is is yeah. It's a lot more difficult to do some things now. And this is not to say that they aren't badly behaved bank CEOs. I'm sure they are. If you they, are look, they are probably badly behaved, but you can see that but the, the badly behaved guys, they have to report to a board because they're not the owner. Correct. Yeah. And board is where interests are. Because <laughs> if you are doing any hour and you sink this ship, we will suck you before we get to that point. You know, you know see FBI, where they are fighting between my CEO and your CEO, they are dragging. <laughs> <laughs> one side of the board wants to install their CEO, yeah. and one guy yeah. wants to install his own CEO. It's crazy. Yeah, you are very dispensable at that level. Yeah, I think the summary of all of this is that people need to get serious about like corporate governance. So the founders, the funders, everybody kind of needs to sit up. Look, me, I don't even mind um, investors giving their money to bad, what's it called, to terrible sometimes terrible people can make you money mm-hmm. and that's what you're in for mm-hmm. but you shall know that <laughs> don't let your money lost apart from that if, like I, I think that apart from not letting your money lost don't let them damage people damage mm-hmm. people employees. yeah because like what's your business then? no it's my business because the thing is like i don't want to name <laughs> names <laughs> i don't i don't, don't want to name names but people are walking around with scars yeah, from working definitely. in terrible organizations and terrible like hello i'm investing from new york i don't know what's going on i don't know who i don't know who is that one who is he all I know is I won't return. Views from the top. It's just numbers. Oh. We now have I'm seventy employees. I'm I'm this, this, guy this guy had not hit Series A and he was chopping the money. It's not even you know at that at that level. It's not even employees. FTE <laughs> full time employees. Just FTE. It's a number. It's terrible. The guy was chopping the. It's how many they said did how many two three months in Ghana on company money doing what? She had this other one to raise 50k and had blown like 30k and then I have writing threats to apologize on Twitter. Samuel Oaks are the was it? My thing is if you are raising if you are raising I'm sure I just called a wrong handle if you are <laughs> I apologize. That would be swords. But there was some guy, shall I know the guy I talking about. Listeners, Atos, please. It's one crypto company, shall that you raise Dominion or something. Yeah, you raise money, you raise like 50k, not even a lot, and you have chopped 30k. Wow. Wow. It's like for me, it's like how short sighted do you have to be? You didn't even wait for institutional guys to the come guy, in and not, chop it. The guy has never seen one K in his life. You now gave fifty K. Look, sharp personally. Furo just grabbed somebody. If you want, Furo <laughs> just said he had never seen one K in his life. I feel like if you want to do this racket, like if you are really, if the game you are playing is racket, and caveat, not everybody that runs a startup is doing racket. I think precede and seed is where you actually work. And actually try to make products. By the time you get to Series A, you start floating your risk. You start selling. Yeah. 
then you can then you whether they design nonsense or the app is your is their business you have to be checking <laughs> but proceed you have to be there doing the work this guy was not a series a company and he was going to ghana doing expansion expan- expansion and you haven't even launched in lagos yeah fashion week yeah yeah without a product in ghana yeah let's, was, say, let's even say there's products in nigeria there was no product in ghana no but i think they, it, he had a name i think it was called event-based launching or something <laughs> oh yeah it was like it's like you launch through an event that you you know Yes, like you launched through an event with no product. What is it? Is it B2? No, is it B2? B2? Yeah, B2. No. B2. Yeah. A billion, a unicorn in two years. B2. They said B2. I think we're giving these people too much time. are the worst. Final, final founder, just um, 54 Gene, um, Abbasi steps down. This one I feel bad. Why? Because I feel like it's, it's, not, it's, not, his, it's not his fault. Mm. It's not his fault. So this is the the example of a good founder. I don't know if he's good founder. Or don't uh, quote me. <laughs> but from that press release, it sounds Sorry. like the real owners of the company collected their company back. <laughs> and it's and it's like the direction Abbasi was going and the direction they wanted to go is not the same. Because you know he doubled down on all this COVID stuff and testing centers and mm-hmm. stuff that would be good for the Nigerian people from my perspective like all these diagnostic centers and the original idea of 54 gene was genes genes you know that one that you just collect something and sell it to the white man so he will make new paradox <laughs> no, that's extra effective for Africa. <laughs> that's literally. I think the, the owners, the real owners of the company, tablets said, made equator for greater impact. Stop! Stop! Stop there! Stop there! This COVID was a blip. Let's get back. Because even the CTO and the co-founder left like a couple months ago. And the guy is doing his own. He has gone to fintech. Yeah, because they launched Seven River Labs, which is supposed to be like their diagnostic chain across Nigeria. Cyber and things like that. Please, I don't want to do fintech again. Mm. After what my eyes have seen this last month, I'm happy we have non fintech founders today to tell us about <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I said, I was, it's the ghetto. I was talking to them earlier. I mean, I've started dreaming of being a creative too. I want to be <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm mean, eight years into fintech. I'm tired. I'm sick of it. Yes. Puro, I'm <laughs> sick of it. Tech, I'm tired. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, but anyways. But yeah, um, I mean, they, they even gave the CEO, is the head of legal that's not the CEO? Yes. Yeah, mm. they didn't even put CEO. Mm-mm. And head of legal, I think, was installed. Yeah. I think, because well, once you raise like a certain level of money, you uh, must have the head of legal. Your investors start installing certain hires. Yeah. So in case you want in to case, run, in should case. in case you want to run with their money, <laughs> they'll just remove it and put their guy there. So I think that's Anyway, at this point, I don't think they will ever talk about it or talk about what happened. But from the way it sounds, it was a very the reading between the lines. It was just difference in vision. Yeah. Um, That's very painful, sure. And I'm founder. sure, yeah, I'm sure people will chalk it and say, "Oh, because he married Nollywood." People have already past couple of months. People have already stayed saying all sorts of companies. Yeah, but I don't think it was that. Wait, who did he marry? He married um in. 
Oh yeah, Inidima. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was like a big Nollywood wedding. I'm sure people will say, yeah. oh, that he was chopping money there, but mm-hmm. I don't people think, yeah. like I literally saw the comments like after after doing wedding that everybody had bottle of champagne in their hands. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think what's it called? <laughs> what the investors wanted was him, them to get back on track. And I think he saw this opportunity with several labs and doing all this diagnostics work. Yeah. Which your government should be doing, but your government's anyway. This is not political. Yeah, <laughs> we should be all over health tech like that. We should be all over supporting yeah. companies like that because our problems in healthcare in this country are are plenty. Yeah. Anyways, you can't go there because I about to ask another question, but that will take us too far into health. My coffee owners too. Today, I think yeah, but that's not is that tech. That's not it's tech. tech okay, my coffee they, owners. They should not be splitting. But like the company is still there, right? Because I like my coffee. So yeah, so they split into the yeah. So someone person is running my coffee. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> but anyway, this was their staff just in me in the office. Oh wow. <laughs> anyways. Moving on swiftly to our guest. Non-fintech. Yes. <coughs> we thank you for being a brand professional. <laughs> the creatives. The creatives. Yes. It's not every time debit and credit. Are, no. you, are you hiring? <laughs> Please help me. Lalo has done. Is it, no, is it up to one week? I'll be one month. Of core fintech. Wow. You know if bank I was doing before. Somebody else had this headache. I've seen problem. <laughs> I'm not interested again. <laughs> Then like, when, you, when they are talking fintech, we doing choo 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 on the internet. You know, you have seen it. Me, I don't talk on the internet about these matters. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about bank matters. That was, those are the ones that concern me. Currency what, printing. That's the one that is my problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did you not see that? That oh. our fantastic central bank has decided to redesign no the comment. The central bank is working very hard to ensure yeah, that that's why I say it's fantastic. monetary policy see, is... These are new people that are compromised. They cannot even... Is, please, me, I actually our, think... Hey, I, I think it's a good slander. idea. Yes, yeah. yes. I think it's a yeah. good idea. No, it has its benefits. It has they want benefits. to mop up yes, all India the extra cash that is... Uh, India did it. Correct. I, when India did it, it drove their digital economy. I don't know if it's the same concept that our guys have. But it's a brilliant concept that they have and it will benefit the Nigerian moving on. <laughs> if this is part of how in fact, look, if anybody is CBS listens to this thing, please call me. Let's please make, don't let's make Inaira work. These are these are final chance. Because when we change the currency now, we can collect all that cash and give them Inaira. And they will have no choice but to spend Inaira. And f- are you sure Laulu is the one that's compromised? Me, I'm here pitching. I'm not compromised. I'm committed to the success of our monetary policy in country. I'm pitching for contract because we did one year anniversary of Inaira. And you see, what's it called? The Interswitch came there to come and lie. They brought, they said, this is the first CBDC debit card. <laughs> Their verb is doing Inaira card. And the guy was just there. I was like, you could see everybody in that audience just was just lying. Yeah, yeah. This is what we are doing to contribute to Inara. This yes, is- as they rightly should. Can you top Inara is a can you top up Inara for financial inclusion? Can I buy airtime with Inara Kuptela? We if are working been, on it. If they're being serious. You are for InterSwitch. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> the Central Bank of Nigeria is doing their very best to ensure financial inclusion and stability of monetary policy in country. Contrary to everybody, I actually believe in Inara. I actually think it's <laughs> I, 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 I think I think I think at this junction you can leave Naira and Kobo Agreed. and talk about storytelling. I want to, I want to be able to pay for storytelling in Naira. In, in Naira. 
you know what? Let's just go. Yes. <laughs> so, who does the honor of introducing Genty? So, Genty, we are an audio media Africa focused platform where we showcase audio stories, audio dramas, podcasts, um, messages, religious messages with a focus on regional and indigenous local languages. So we currently have over a thousand hours of content on our platform in six languages, English, Pidgin, Hausa, Yoruba, Igbo, and Fufudi. So currently live, um, you can get it on the Play Store or on the Apple App Store as well. Um, yeah, so that's a bit about Genti. We launched in August to the public, uh, so two months plus. Now. Yes. I'm a creative woman. I actually have interest in told, I told them yeah, about Green, green Black that, Tales. Uh, yes, before yeah. I handed it over. Because work was tricky. <laughs> so are you coming guys back, we're coming back. closer to Audible than you are to Spotify? Yes, yeah, it's, a very inter- it's a very interesting question. Uh, I think we're somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um... In the sense that, so, and the way I've said it, in the sense that our content cuts across the board. I mean, so does Audible, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have, our play is, we're trying to accommodate independent creators as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think in that way, we're closer to Spotify than an Audible. Because from everything I've seen with Audible, they seem to be very focused on the big hitters, like the publishers themselves. Yeah. Um, and then even like their own originals, they have like, you know, very successful actors and the like. Um, we obviously will incorporate some of those, but I think right now we think there's an opportunity to target independent writers, independent creators. And kind of unlock some of that, you know, opportunity in that creator economy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that we had a conversation offline about just like, me, I love the idea because me, I'm a massive consumer of like audio content. And I feel like, going the like route of like doing like local languages i think it will resonate a lot with people that are especially in diaspora because i feel like those people are typically trying to connect back to the motherland in quotes and so it's a fantastic opportunity to like help tell stories that connect people and then also like yeah give hope for this country even though even beyond those for nigeria as well those for people that have 900 MB. No, but wait, hold on. Those for people that have fiber. <laughs> hold that thought. And 5G. They might be the way to introduce stuff like podcasting to mass market. No, don't listen to loudly. No, because because it is an indigenous language. And no. it's this thing where, hold on now. Iroko has learned to listen. Iroko tried to... No, the production costs of videos is different from all yeah. these very different from when independent people are showcasing like their own content on on the platform Iroko was responsible for sourcing and creating their content were they not yes but Iroko realized that the people in Africa don't have money and but they are <laughs> subscription bases are you subscription based so we're going to be freemium so where um certain content is supported by ads and then you also have content that is only available behind the subscription. So you don't get ads. Okay. I see your point. Is it people that are paying, that are doing I see n- n- in the, uh, overnight browsing? <laughs> no, because in my head, I feel like there is a there is this divide in Nigeria. And it's why 
many podcasts are niche content, like mm-hmm. even Open mm-hmm. Africa. Yeah. Very high quality audience, yes, but we don't have the because of the type of content that it is, we're not doing two hundred thousand listens on on every episode. Why are you revealing our numbers this year? Oh, because sponsors are coming. <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> why are you casting us? Please, we are doing two hundred thousand listens. Don't listen to loudly. Depends on how you're counting the listens. <laughs> <laughs> but but if you had a a platform that gave people access to content, relevant content in indigenous life. Is why radio still slaps. Yeah. Yeah, but radio, you don't have to pay for it. Yes, I think that's But with where... this, you don't have to pay for it. No, no, yeah. there's no... It's the, when I say pay, it's not necessarily the subscription. It's the... Mm-hmm. Cost of... It's the... Yeah. Accessing... I, yes, exactly. It's radio, you just need to have your... Is. You just need to have that, your... You know, transistor, mm-hmm. and you can hear BBC House are clean like that. Yeah. But here, you need, like, to have internet. a smartphone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you need to, to afford internet enough internet to actually stream the audio yes. so that's why i feel like it's more in terms because i think one thing that um, nigeria has going for it is that one of our best exports is like our culture our music exactly. all of that and it's your more is easier to find a willing paying audience outside nigeria than it is in Nigeria, like all these streams that these guys are doing, they are not doing it from Nigerians in Nigeria. It's not whiskey that that's making it full up. The also oh, yeah. it's not it's yeah. not Burna boys people outsiders that are filling up MSG. It's people that miss home and that want to identify with home. And I think especially like families that are, it get, gives them that connection to their home base. Especially especially second generation, second generation, mm-hmm. all these things. It gives them the connection. To Africa, mm-hmm. and that is, I think that's a big market because yes, diaspora yeah. is a huge, is a huge market. I can even see like the future where you guys are then like based on his idea, then like creating the content that these diaspora guys. Are. Yeah. Guys no, so it's a, it's a very good point, right? So, and I think absolute hundred percent like these are the things that we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. I think one thing to say, uh, Nusa, like. Yes, the most of the streaming revenue that Whiskey is making, right, is not from Whiskey FC. But without the like cultural appeal that Whiskey has because of oh, people in Nigeria, yes. nobody or like few people in the UK would be listening. So there's and that's I think for us with the platform, that's why we wanted to make it freemium. Because there's a user play and then there's a revenue play. Mm-hmm. Right. So with the user play, right, give everyone sort of access to the content for free. Well, discounted MB costs, obviously, data costs. Um, put ads on it. So make some revenue from there. It, it, may, it has like a huge cultural impact mm-hmm. and then right there's the revenue opportunity not just in Nigeria but also in the diaspora because the pricing obviously will be based on where you're actually accessing from so what we're thinking of in terms of subscription cost is a thousand naira or like well less than two dollars in Nigeria but obviously based on the location right that number will probably Which go to seven dollars eight dollars that type yeah. of stuff yeah. so do you guys do original content Yes. yes we've already so started how that. do you do like talk, talk to us about like your content strategy so like original content if people have content how do they approach you what are like sort of options yeah. mm-hmm. so right now in terms of our content i'll say you know we're looking at four prongs really so the first is existing audio mm-hmm. so this is largely from you know aid agencies who have already produced great content for radio but the issue with that is it's not it's rarely available on demand. Mm-hmm. 
right? So you have people that have connected to, you know, sugar radio drama, you know, people that have connected to story story, you know, and that, you know, and then we've, we've entered partnerships with, you know, BBC Media Action, um, with MTV yes. Staying Alive Foundation to get that content and provide it an avenue for people to listen to that on demand, right? There's still a bunch we're also looking to get. Um, so that's one, you know. Then the second is also from, and that's where the sort of original content comes in. We've started experimenting with that. And that second is from people with existing written works, which have shown that they have an audience and they are loved. So, you know, we have a story, for example, um, 225 Katakata Street, which got over 1.2 million views on Naira Land. We've been able to get that content, um, partnering with the, the writer to begin com- converting that into audio that we release every, you know, week. So other story blogs as well, you know, Ebony Story, Young IC, people are reading these stories. People have shown that they love it. Can we bring that on our platform so that people can also engage with it as they're driving, as they're cleaning, as they're working out? Um, so that's the second sort of, you know, where our original content, you know, comes in. We have five right now, um, one in Pidgin and four in English so far. Uh, then the third, which we are just beginning to experiment with, is like local language um, content. You know, you have, you know, I have a great aunt who, you know, tells folk tales. Can we get that content? You have yeah. people that have stories already. So we're just beginning to experiment with that part as well. And we, you know, that will also be us thinking about how do we penetrate into places? How do how can people record themselves at low cost with smartphones and things like that? Uh, and then the fourth is podcasts. Again, th- th- those are also existing audio content. Um, and to be honest, we're still, you know, figuring out how that plays into everything just because the current podcasts, people are already listening to them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, but we've, you know invited if you we've been able to get some people who it's like can this be an additional uh platform uh for your content and let's see where it goes so yeah after this i'm going to play something okay from a couple of years ago oh the i remember yeah. that story yeah i feel like yeah well, well, this, trying to sell this, this, my, <laughs> this, this is, this is my tribe <laughs> <laughs> this fintech thing is just this is, this is what I was saying before, Condition. before you guys got here that's what I was telling you I was like me and you can relate Nosa, Nosa do read payment books and Nosa read them payment blog tech yes. blog yes <laughs> <laughs> no. no but it's it's a very interesting idea Um, very interesting I still feel like Nosa is saying don't like focus on diaspora but I still think that there is because it's interesting when you talked about um I remember being at home, I was maybe under 10 and someone was playing radio and there was one of these stories that was playing and I could hear it from our compound and I was invested in yeah. the thing. It was mm-hmm. like an entire story with even sound effects yeah. mm-hmm. to mimic stuff. And that was when I found out that there was an entire world out there of content like that that people were consuming. So mm-hmm. even if it's for that leg, like on demand alone, um, yeah. making it on demand. Mm-hmm. I think that's a strong play. There's also this guy that's um, Yoruba people who lived in Lagos in the 90s and early 2000s who know this show, Nkombe. Um, it was by Kola Olawi. And I know his son. I talk to his sons and I've been telling them 
to bring that content back okay. because there is a vacuum mm-hmm. and back then it was hot because the guy was covering like paranormal stories mm-hmm. in southwestern Nigeria oh, wow. and it was a ritual where people are running home after church because it would air at like 2.30 on OGTV and LTV and all these other stations and when he passed like that that was like the end of that content making it on demand exactly we'd love to I have think that. it's a it's a really strong play I'll do the intro I told you I'll do the intro yes yes I'm telling you I told you this fintech thing is just conditioned it's conditioned it's how man goes we are talking about MSC and payment processing it's not this exciting it's not this exciting no. <laughs> then I say wow <laughs> no but yeah like having stuff like that on demand can appeal to a certain demographic. Like I know some, even some people in my parents' generation that if you tell them, download this app, pay 1k a month, and you can listen to old incumbent content. Yeah. They will pay yeah. to listen and just have it. Would you guys, or do you guys do church stuff? Yes. 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 They already have churches on there. And we are also, um, as hopefully as we'll be able to get very soon, fingers crossed, um, also audio Bibles in over uh, seven Nigerian mm-hmm. languages. As soon as this guy said, what's it called? Um, old people, I just remember. Old people like church. They have yeah. life points and this... Well, I have to say, like, trying to get licenses from churches is... Tough. Tough. Like, because I, I think they have, like, they have a good understanding that what they have is precious and, like, you know, there's opportunity to make money. Uh, but I think there's... Sometimes when you come, especially young people come and say, hey, we want to do this for you. We think it will be mutually beneficial. They begin to get like a bit skeptical. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing we found challenging, which is actually dealing with. I mean, if you if you folks have actually been very gracious and like, you're not even asking about like royalty split. You're just like, yeah, take the content. Yeah, because of religious content, you would think that they should be open to it going as far and wide as possible, especially when they have other major revenue streams. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you want to make from this that can compare to a Sunday service? People that are people are that that after church are talking about they should care about spreading the word. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what's good, I think church concept is, is... The thing with churches, in terms of, as far as media and tech, I think churches are always ahead of the curve compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, they would have to structure... In terms of like to give you the content is now if they want to give you because they're very they're fiercely independent yeah and like to have as much control over their distribution as much as possible from what i know my only thing is and i think we spoke about this earlier is please we need more content that will give people hope outside of church i don't have nothing against churches i just think that we need to we need to get to a point where we're telling stories that remind people that Nigeria was a country where people enjoyed their lives at some point, right? Yeah. It's and it's sort of... In the, eh? That's what you're scared about investors talking about employees. They're okay. getting soft. What? <laughs> 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 hey, <something> of hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we need hope. Please. Yeah. I mean, we need hope. Things are church. tough. Yes. Things yeah. are tough. Our price car, just before we start recording this episode, my car locked on the road. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pricing car and it's not is that is that person that DM'd us? That's I need for hope. <laughs> <laughs> As you are damaging their business, they're damaging your car. Anyways, 
So in terms of like, if there's anything, because I try to round up now. Yeah. Okay. If you want, what, what's the one thing that you want people to know about Genty? Like, like your, like not elevator pitch, but like something along those lines. Like, what should people expect? And I mean, we will share your socials and all of that. And sure. yeah, but yeah. Okay. So come to Genty, you know, to listen to to have a one stop shop to listen to any of your audio needs while you are commuting, while you are cooking, while you are cleaning. Do you want to listen to a romance story in the morning, um, the Quran in Yoruba in the afternoon, and round up with, you know, another pigeon story in the evening? Come on Genty to do just that. Lit. Sorry to take us back, but I just realized that while this episode was going on, someone shared a tweet with me on Twitter where someone said, your co-workers are not your friends. Do not have them on your real social media. Don't share your personal business with them. Definitely don't have sexual relations with anyone you work with. Nine out of ten, on any given day, they will throw you under the bus with quickness. <laughs> just to recap it's the a, episode. It's just a, a side note on that. See, there was one of my reports that traveled. And another person that was not in my department started sending me an Instagram pictures that ah, is this what this baby is doing? And I was like, it's fine, I approve the leave, it's okay. <laughs> you have hopes. What <laughs> please? Yeah. Yeah, you actually do. People are weird. But anyway, back to Genty. Uh I mean, have you guys are you are you because I know we have like a very vibrant creative, creative like active yes. festivals been big for like a couple of years. Yes. You guys are in tune with those. Because I think that's like a minefield of content. Of content. And creators. Yeah, we, we I mean there is also a lot of sort of in the book and publishing industry yeah. a rich, you know, um space there. But right now we are sort of building uh, up to that. First looking at independent story writers, uh just to also build our portfolio uh before sort of tackling like such major long form work. You guys should get like a Chimamada exclusive. Yeah, audio book. We have something. Only... We have something potential in the world. We can't say which author. So what we what what it is is it's a, it's serialized content from pretty big name author, and we're trying. We, we, the plan is to get someone from Nollywood, um, you know, yeah, a young actress to narrate, and the content will be well. We'll, we'll see if we can premiere it exclusively on our platform. But it'll probably be available on other platforms as well. But so yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, um, that'll probably be a new year, new year surprise mm-hmm. next year. I'm personally very excited for you guys. I know like it took a while before Nusa and Lalu came here. I was happily chatting away about <laughs> everything that you guys are doing. So like, I apologize now. He's no, I'm not. I'm not. Can't break down. Is Secret Lives of Baba Singh or Audible? I don't know. Yeah, I it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, is he a Nigerian person, a white person, as narrator? Yeah, sure. Can't. Well, I think it's the author. I think Lola um, Chune actually narrated it, if I, if I remember correctly. Don't worry. I know yeah. plenty independent writers. They are not big but some of them, I promise. Let's talk after this episode. Yes, okay, definitely. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Awesome having you on the podcast today. Thanks, thanks for, having, for us. having us. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. I mean, not you guys, like listeners, you guys. <laughs> on the next episode.